This podcast is brought to you by Pastor Shelley Swan and Faith Christian Family Church of Lubbock, Texas. For more information, please visit faithchurchlubbock.com. All right. How many of you were here last week? Good. How many of you were here the week before? Good. Okay. If you weren't, we're going to do a little bit of catching up, but that's okay. All right. And I have the papers that you're going to need if you're interested in going back, which I am going to tell you, you probably should. Um, Jim, do you mind turning on the ceiling fans? If I'm hot, I know it's probably hot. Yes, little stuffy. So we'll get those going. Um, if you did not get the paper for tonight, raise your hand up and, well, I've got our ushers going. Hold on. They're doing offering. Ernest, would you help? Do you see these papers? And Tyree, Oscar, Yep, they got them. Y'all just keep your hand up and they're going to bring this. If you did not get this at the door, when you came in up at the top, it says the C personality, under, understanding personality styles. And then one more thing is the, remember that two weeks ago, we took a very basic personality test and basic in the fact that you you may not be able to fully understand which one you were because it was free. But if you want to get more in depth and study this and find out more about yourself and the others God's put in your life, there is the full length personality test. $15. If you want the paper copy, you can also go online and do it. It's like 20 something dollars. But this is like a tool for years. You can go back and look at it and it has all the different blends of personalities because last week we talked about the S personality which are the majority of people. We talked about that. And most of you have, you're either an S fully or that's your secondary personality. This will help you to be able to distinguish and it has some different things about the blends of personalities. That's available out at the information center. If you're interested in getting that, you don't have to have it though, but if you're interested, you can surely pick that up. All right, we're going to go fast because I've got a lot to go over. So on your handout at the top, we're going to go through and do a little bit of review. Um, Those of you that have been, that was good. Those of you that have been here, you're going to get this down because every week I'm going to go through it and get this in your head. Number one, God's greatest gifts are people and relationships. That's the greatest thing that will ever be. People matter before anything else. And the personality style we're going to study tonight, this is something you need to hear because you are not very people-oriented. You are more task-oriented. But listen, tasks don't go with us to heaven. Things don't go with us to heaven, but people will see them in heaven. So we've got to invest in relationships and understanding people. Okay, by understanding ourselves, we can maximize our strengths, minimize our weaknesses. Also, we'll be able to understand others better and improve our relationships with all kinds of people. Who needs help in their relationships? Who could use a little help? You have people you don't understand. Yes, we all have that. Some of you are sitting next to them. John 13, 34, and 35 is our theme scripture. A new command I give you. This is Jesus. Love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Notice the word must. So this isn't if you feel like it. 
If they don't get on your last nerve, if your personality goes along well with theirs, no, the Bible says we must love one another. And if we don't understand them, it's hard to love them. But hopefully by learning about the different um, styles that God has created in people and how he's made us different, it's going to help us to appreciate the different people and the different styles in our life. Okay, four contributing factors for your behavioral style. Number one, heredity or genetics. That just means how God made you. You didn't have a choice. You don't get to choose your personality style. After we go over these, you don't get to say, well, I kind of like that one. I want to be that. Doesn't work that way, okay? God made you, okay? We didn't choose our parents. We didn't choose when or how we were born. We were just born. God said he knew us from our mother's womb. So God knows and he made us. Number two, the role models in our life generally up to the age of 12. And that is a very big one. In fact, I would encourage you guys to come on Sunday for Mother's Day. Don't think, well, I'm a guy or I don't have a mom anymore. or I had a bad mom. We're going to be talking about the roots in our life. And whether we have healthy roots or not goes back to a lot of this. The experiences that we had, those role models in our life. Sometimes they're really good, sometimes they're not. But we serve a God who heals the past, amen? Our past doesn't have to determine our future. The third contributing factor is experiences. And this is generally after the age of eight when memories are retained by us, the experiences that we have, again, can be very positive for a lot. They can be very negative, too. I had a sister growing up. She was two years older than me. She did not like me. She made my life miserable. That I feel like that was her goal. There were four girls. I was the youngest, and it was like her goal to make me miserable. And, uh, you know, I was younger, and, of course, you know, you have the younger sister syndrome. I was the youngest out of all of them. And then eight years after me, my parents accidentally had a boy. Um, so he was the, you know, the king. So I had the sister, and I felt like my whole life she was trying to hold me down, just hold me down. So that experience shaped who I am. I will tell you, God has turned it around. She called me yesterday. And we're dealing with another sister and an issue. And she said, this is what's going on. We've been working on it. And she asked me to pray. And then she told me she smoked her whole life. And she said, would you pray for me? Because I'm on my last two cigarettes and I'm quitting smoking. You guys don't know what a testimony that is. We've had some fights about her smoking in my mom's house. So God is working. He can take the bad things and turn them to good. The fourth thing. And this is for those of you that have given your hearts to Jesus. Is the Holy Spirit living in us and helping us? So the Holy Spirit is our helper. He can change a lot of the bad things that have happened. And he can shape us in the way that he would have us to be. Amen? That's the good news. Okay, then some other basics. People with similar styles tend to exhibit behaviors in ways common. So when I talk tonight about the C personality, those are there's going to be some common things that C personalities share. It doesn't mean you're exactly alike. It's just some common behaviors. Two, 
People have different styles in different places. Home, office, friends, church, and community. How you act here, it may not be how you act at home. Pastor Stormy is a great example. He's here, man, he is like Mr. People Person and Man of Power and and Boldness. We go home, he's like a bump on a log, literally. And he's so laid back. But in, in his, you know, in the office here of a pastor, he's not like that. So again, difference depending on the setting that you're in. People are different, but they're predictably different. So you can see, again, those, those differences are pretty predictable. Uh, there are no good or bad personality styles. You can't change who God made you. God has made you exactly the way he wanted to and loves you just the way that you are. Psalm 139.14, I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. So we are the workmanship of God. He has created us exactly the way he wanted to, and we need to start celebrating that. Some of us have a hate relationship with ourselves, and that's not what God wants. He made us, and he loved us just the way that we are. All right. Then on the back, last week, we went over the S personality. If you were not here, we're going to put the one, go ahead and put that up there. Um, Yep, this one. Here's what you should have for the S. If you missed any of that last week, I have an answer key that I'll lay up here that you can come in and copy those in. I'm just going to real quick go over it. This is 69% of the population. So most of the people you deal with are this personality. Okay, they are good listeners. They are team players, predictable, loyal, sympathetic, but they resist change. They don't do change well. They love security. Do not take their security away from them. They like stability. They like everything to just go along. They like peace. They do not like confrontation, and they don't like a lot of change. Their greatest fear, then, is the loss of security. And this personality style can also be called the phlegmatic. And we talked about in the animal, sometimes people type these by an animal to help you to identify golden retriever. That's the S. So that was last week. This week, we're going to talk about the C personality. All right. So you ready? Here's the strengths of a C. Oh, they're also called this word melancholy. And the animal is a beaver, okay? Melancholy is another term for it, or a beaver. First strength, the C personality is accurate and precise. They are very accurate and precise. They don't deal in generalities. The second one, analytical. They are very analytical, We're going to talk a little bit more about that in a minute. Attentive to key details. Y'all see a pattern here? Very detail-oriented. They're attentive to key details. When you tell a story, they remember the details. They are systematic. What does that mean? They have systems and they love their systems. You do it this way, this is the right way to do it, the correct way, and 
If everybody would just follow that system, it would work a lot better. They are conscientious. Big word. Conscientious. That means they pay attention to what they're doing. They take a lot of pride in their work and how they do it so correctly and so precise. They have high standards. High standards. They are careful fact finders. Careful fact finders. They are controlled. But I will also tell you they like control. Because they are very controlled. Control is a big deal to this personality style. They are thorough in all activities. They don't leave things undone. They can't sleep at night when things are undone. They have to get some closure, come to the end. They're, they're not the one that's going to read halfway through a chapter and lay a book down. They have to finish it. They've got to finish all these different things to be able to go to sleep at night. And um, their perspective, a lot of people call them the anchor of reality. They're not ones that are into a whole lot of fluff. They'll always be the one that's the anchor of reality. Well, did you think about this? That can be a really good thing. Because some people are just like, oh, yeah, it'll all work out. Somebody needs to speak the reality. Now, notice with these strengths, any strength overused can then become a weakness. If you are too analytical, you can never make a decision. If you are too systematic, when you start dealing with the S personality who just tries to do things the fastest way and they don't care about details, they just want to get it done, you're going to drive yourself and them crazy. So these are strengths, but if you overuse it, it becomes a weakness. So let's talk about the weaknesses of the C personality or limitations. They can be too critical. Too critical. That can be on themselves first and on the people around them. Perfectionistic. Overly sarcastic. Overly sarcastic. I will tell you this personality style can be one of the meanest and most negative without the Lord helping you. Okay? Bound by procedures and methods. Bound by procedures and methods. Notice the word bound. It's like they have to do it this certain way. And if it's not done this way, it's not right. Example. How many of you, all of your towels are lined up in the cabinet and they're all facing the same direction? Okay, you're going to be a C. But if you live with anyone else that's not a C, they don't really care. They do the whole get it done, slam it up there, and what's wrong with it? I mean, when you fold the washcloths, if there's the little stitching on it, all the stitching, you fold it the exact same way, it gets put up, all of them. You may have them color-coded, your towels and washcloths. Your closet, color-coded. I'm speaking to myself on some of this, too. And again, 
We can get bound by that, by those procedures and those methods. Gets bogged down in details. Because details can be good, but if there's too many of them, it's like quicksand. You get so bogged down, you can't get out of it, and then you don't accomplish anything. They prefer not to verbalize feelings. Prefer not to verbalize feelings. Doesn't mean they don't have them. Because they definitely have them. And they are analyzing and going over it and over it inside of themselves. But they're not verbal. So they don't like confrontation. They don't like to say what they're feeling. Will give in because they don't like to verbalize their feelings. They will give in rather than argue. Give in rather than argue. And the last weakness, they have to have clear-cut boundaries for their actions and for relationships. Have to have clear-cut boundaries for their actions and relationships. And again, God's sense of humor, most of the time, the C is going to marry the S that we talked about last week, who they don't, they're not going to give you a lot of specifics. So the C is begging, please just tell me, what are my boundaries? I need to know exact details. And the S is like, I don't care, whatever. You're like, no, I need to know the details. Okay, so those are the weaknesses. Again, if you miss any of these, I have an answer sheet you can look at at the end. Okay, basic tendencies of the C personality. They are slower paced. Again, Their pace is slower. That doesn't mean they are slow. Because these are some of the sharpest people, smartest people you'll ever meet. But they are, their pace is going to be slow and they are task oriented. You give them a task, that's what they're going to sell, excel at. You put them in front of a lot of people that they have to be friendly to and, and greet and, and, Uh, That's difficult. That's really out of their comfort zone. But boy, put them behind the scenes doing something detail-oriented, systematic. They're going to shine at that. Put them at the registration where they can mark that list. Oh boy, that's right up a C's alley doing something like that. In communication, when you communicate, when they communicate with you, they are diplomatic. So they will, let's go back and forth and listen to the points. They are keen observers. So you know what? If you say something to a C personality, they're going to remember. They're going to remember exactly what you said. And sometimes they bring that up months, years later. Remember when? And the other personality styles are like, I don't even remember saying that. And they'll be like, oh, yes, let me get out my book. Of memories, and I'll tell you exactly what you said. And they provide details on March the 22nd in 2003. You did this to hurt my feelings. Again, these can be really good things because details can be good, but they can also be very hurtful. Okay? Their greatest fears. This is good. These are the buttons that you don't want to push of a C personality. This one's really funny. Irrational acts. Irrational 
acts. I'm going to say them all so you can write them. And then criticism of their work. Irrational acts and criticism of their work. Okay, so irrational acts. Why would that be a greatest fear? Because remember, they like control. They like to know how things are going to work. They like to, they hate to be blindsided. Okay? Because they don't do well. So people that act irrationally and impulsively, that's like the greatest fear of the C personality because they don't know their role. They don't know the system. They don't know the details. And then the second one, criticism of their work because they are so perfectionistic and they take such pride in the work they have done. If someone comes in and criticizes it, they take it personally because they have worked so hard at making it perfect. Okay, that's their greatest fears. Under pressure, this is how a C personality will respond. They avoid, avoids, withdraws, and the last one, plan strategy to get even. They avoid, they withdraw, so some people are like, oh, well, you know, they just forgot about it. Oh, no. They are planning their strategy to get even. Do you know why? Because the C personality, remember, detail-oriented, everything's on the inside. They have recorded every one of those details, everything that happened, and their mind is analyzing. Their mind is thinking. Again, without Christ, that's how we lean. Now, with Christ, we don't need to do that. We forgive. But the tendency of the sea, you can see why they can be the meanest, because they don't forget when people hurt them. It takes them a long time to get over a hurt. Christ can help us with that. Okay, in decision-making, a sea personality is going to be reluctant. That means they're not going to make a fast decision. They're not going to make a quick decision because they need a lot of information. They need, did you notice that word, need a lot of information? Because sometimes, and we're going to see, the personality, the S, they don't give a lot of details. Sometimes I'll ask my husband, he'll say, da-da-da-da-da, this happened. And I'm like, well, tell me, what what was this? And he's like, I don't know. I'm like, well, what did this do? I don't know. He real, And I'm like, well, did weren't you there? Don't you know? He's like, I didn't pay attention. But I... But a C personality needs those details. My son, um, he's a, he's got a lot of C in him. My daughter's sitting back there. And at the dinner table, he would just come up with the, I mean, he's very gifted and just random things. And he would say, how does, you know, what is it, Amanda, you say, how does a turtle, you know, have babies or something? And Amanda would be like, why do you ask the weirdest things? And he would, he would need information. Well, I found out later when he got, went through the gifted program, gifted kids need that. And this C personality, they need information. So those of you that are not C's, don't think they're just trying to bug you. They need information. When you're communicating with them, they need that. Okay? Greatest needs, 
time to do quality work. So don't rush them. They, they're going to need some time. Time to do quality work. They need facts. And they need time to analyze. They need time to do quality work. They need facts. And they need time to analyze. A lot of times you could say they have to have time to process. So the, they need the information. They take the information in. The information is going through. They have to think about it. Have you ever heard that term, wrap your mind around it? The C personality really has to do that. They're analyzing. Uh, where again, the S personality, I told you last week when, you know, you say, what are you thinking about? And they say, nothing. That's right. They're not, but not the C personality. The C personality is analyzing and processing that information. And there's nothing wrong with that. We have to appreciate that. How does a C personality recharge? How do they get energy again by private time? Or alone time. Remember, they're not people oriented. So if they're around a lot of people like at work, you have to do that. And when they go home, they're like, oh, thank goodness. I don't have to talk to anyone. They like to read a lot. They, they might like to listen to music. And they have to have that private time. And when they get that, it's like their battery recharges. Okay? The S personality last week we talked about. They recharge by having nothing time. A lot of times that means they're just sitting in front of the TV. I mean, it's not, you're asking, what are you watching? Oh, really? Not nothing. Flipping through a hundred channels, but not really watching anything. But the S is recharging with that nothing time. The C has to have private time. All right? Here's your key scriptures. If you are a C personality, here's some things you really need. Romans 117. It says the righteous will live by faith. And the C personality needs that faith because let me tell you, you're not going to be able to figure everything out. You're not going to be able to reason everything and analyze it and get it to make sense. You have to trust God and walk by faith. Thank God he's given us his word that we can put before us that we can trust and we can follow his word. Second scripture, Philippians 4, 8. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Remember how I told you the sea has a tendency to think negatively, to be critical. So if we're going to follow the scriptures... We're going to be biblical and we've got to take those thoughts, those negative thoughts that try to go over and over and over in our head. And we're going to have to take thoughts that are pure, thoughts that are lovely, thoughts that are good about people and about ourselves. That's a good one. Then the last one, Colossians 3.13, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. The C personality, remember, they have, they have that, that movie reel in their head. If you're a, if you're married to a C, man, it's like 
Any fight you have, it's like the devil brings that movie reel and they bring up all those details from before. And remember, they have a tendency to retain and hold on to grudges and the things that have gone wrong and be critical. No, the Bible says we are to forgive just like Christ forgave us. If we don't forgive the people in our lives, we will not be forgiven. So if you're a C personality, these are some scriptures that you should probably memorize. All right. On the back of your sheet, we're going to fill in our graph. This is the last thing we're going to do. So the S personality we talked about. Do you have the, we need the, is it not, did I go out of order from there? Oh, I skipped it. Oh, personal growth errors. Hold on. We were having trouble with the, the printer today. Maybe it didn't print. It didn't. So you know what? I'll read it from up there. Okay. Personal growth areas. Number one, concentrate on doing the right things. Concentrate on doing the right things, not just doing things right. Love above all, I put in parentheses. We must love above all. So there are right things, okay? But it doesn't have to be exactly like that. We're going to let love be the main thing. The second growth area, be less critical of others' ideas, approaches, and methods. Be less critical. Be open Somebody else may have a better system than you. They may have a better idea. Be open to that. That'll help you in your relationships with people. The third one, respond more quickly to accomplish team goals. Respond more quickly to accomplish team goals. What I mean by that, we all work with people. And if you make the people around you wait for you to analyze and analyze again and analyze again and think about all the details and get your system, they're going to be so frustrated, they're not going to want to work with you anymore. So be quicker, okay? Third one, uh, fourth one, strive to build relationships with other team members. Ask them, how's your kids? What's going on in your life? Try to be more relational. That's not, that's not your strength, so you have to try more to do that. Be more decisive. Instead of just getting caught in that analyzing and analyzing, be more decisive. Okay, this is what we're going to do. It may not be the perfect decision, but I have to make a decision. Okay? Focus less on facts. And more on people. Because remember, people are the greatest gifts. And then the last one, this was my own term I coined. Oh, wait. Take risks along with other team members. Is there one more, Ashley? Yes. Don't get caught in the paralysis of analysis. Don't get caught in the paralysis of analysis. 
That means that you're so analytical and you're, you're weighing everything so much. Well, what if we do this and these are the, the good things and these are the bad things that you know what? Life's going to pass you by. Sometimes you have to make a decision and people are going to leave because they're going to be so frustrated because you won't get out of that analysis. You paralyze yourself and you paralyze your relationships when you are too analytical. So these are some growth areas in our life. All right, then the next one should be our graph. Yes. All right, so we're going to fill in the C personality. Now that we've talked about all that, okay, they are accurate, analytical. So you're writing these from the top down, that top under task-oriented. You can start writing them there. And accurate, analytical perfectionistic, conscientious, careful, precise, thorough, and creative. Um, One thing I, I mentioned this the first week is the C personality can be very task oriented. These are like your accountants, your bookkeepers, people that are your number people. But also, they can be your musicians and your artists, your painters, the very creative type people. Who died in the entertainment world this past week? Prince. And, I mean, he was a unique person. I will guarantee you he was a C personality. He had to have that alone time. I mean, you saw that huge house that he lived in by himself because he had to have that alone time. And he was very tortured. A lot of times a C personality without Christ can be very tortured because that perfectionism and that analytical um, part of them and that creativity without Christ to rein that in and bring freedom, it can just cause a lot of, of inward drama within yourself. So that's the creative part. So musicians, if you are creative painters, artists, let Christ rule in your life so that you can have some freedom. All right. Um, also called the melancholy beaver. They love systems. Their greatest fear, criticism, 17% of the population are C's. They are correct, controlled, and compliant. And then remember our key scripture, that's what we're going to end on. John 13, 34, and 35, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. And by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Thank you for listening today. For more information, please visit faithchurchlubbock.com.